For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. With Indeed, everything hiring is all in one place and it makes it so easy. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences each day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. The more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join the more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Indeed.com slash podcast. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hi, guys. (laughs) Welcome to the Moms Talk Autism podcast. We are stoked to chat with you guys today. Um, Today, we are going to be chatting about excluding our exceptional kiddos. So stick around and have this combo with us. When you become a mom, you never imagine your child getting an autism diagnosis. It feels like your dreams have shattered, like a framed photograph falling off your mantle exploding into a thousand pieces. But instead of trying to glue those pieces back together, this community of moms is here to help you build a new dream, a better one. So join in the conversation as us moms talk autism. All right, so I'm going to lead this one off because I actually got on our Instagram page, I want to say it was probably last week, and I had a talk in the stories with our community there because I've been struggling. And this isn't the only time I've ever struggled with um, excluding Gracie from certain things. And I talked about the field trip. (laughs) Gracie is on her third field trip in like three weeks, which is just, you know, mentally draining for anyone at this point. But when I talked to our community about not having Gracie go on that field trip. It was for a completely different reason than she ended up not going for. (laughs) So let me kind of premise this with, um, at first I was really concerned because Jay and myself were not able to go on the field trip. So I was really concerned about sending Gracie on her own because Gracie is a wild child who loves to explore. And quite honestly, I do not trust anyone in a public setting with her that is not like Jay or myself, because you have to have your eyes on her at all times. It's frightening to let go of that control. And so I wasn't sure if I was going to send her on the field trip. Then Jay actually was able to go. So Jay was going to take her on the field trip. Um, In the meantime, we had another field trip (laughs) and it was all of the bridge kiddos, which bridge is our special needs, um, What's the word I'm looking for? Department. 
at school. And um, they all went to the Phoenix Zoo. And by they, Jay and I both went with Gracie. And it became very obvious that that field trip that Gracie did not thrive well in big group settings. So our previous um, field trip that we went on, um, we got really lucky and we hung out with Gracie's one-on-one aide and one of the other bridge kiddos. Um, and it was just very low key. It was the four of us and we got to do the zoo and it was very like, you know, go at our own speed and do what we want. And Gracie thrived in that setting. It was perfect. The Phoenix Zoo was completely different and um, they divided the really big department in half. So the groups were pretty big and it was loud and it was overstimulating. And I say that because it was overstimulating for me. <laughs> so um, it was very obvious looking at Gracie, but it was too much for her to handle. So I ended up pulling her aide and her teacher aside and just explaining Jay and I are going to take her on our own and we're going to go explore the zoo because this is just, it's too much in this setting. And we did. We had a good time at the zoo. We went home. It was all fine. Um, But that did lead me to reaching out to her general education teacher this week and asking, how will the planetarium field trip be set up? Because it became very obvious to us on Monday that large group settings are not where Gracie thrives. And I found out they were going to be two large groups yet again. (laughs) And we just kind of had to make the decision at that point that Gracie wasn't going to go on that field trip. And not because, not really for any other reason, except Jay and I had a talk and we couldn't, we couldn't see putting her in a position where she wouldn't thrive. Mm. Like, why would we willingly allow her to go just because it's what typical kids do Mm -hmm. when... It is not a situation that is beneficial to her in any way, shape, or form. And so it's kind of a hard decision to make, right? Because we do want our kids to have the same life, right, that they would be offered if they weren't neurodivergent. And to have to make those decisions sometimes is really hard because I think a lot of guilt goes with that. And you always want to make sure that you are making the decision that is best for your child and you're not trying to put your your feelings in the mix. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Jay just decided that this summer, because, you know, there's only a few weeks of school left, um, this summer he and Gracie are going to go on a field trip, just the two of them, to the planetarium. And I think that she will thrive in that environment. Um, but it doesn't necessarily make making those decisions any easier. Um, what do you guys think? Like, have you guys had anything somewhat recently where you've sort of had to take a step back and decide that maybe you will exclude your child from this event for one reason or another. <clears throat> Exclusion <Anyway>. shows up. <laughs> Can you hear me? Yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. I was like, wait, maybe Shannon's I'm- just, she's just, she's jumping I, the gun. She's getting very excited I, this morning. I'm in the closet by myself and I'm only talking to myself then. Apparently <laughs> I was just kidding. Um, <clears throat> exclusion comes up a lot for, for us, sometimes, I mean, mainly, obviously, weekly, but sometimes on a daily basis, depending on where things are at. Um, Rory, sometimes now, he's in a point where he's decided on his own that he wants to be excluded. Like, he doesn't want to go to the ranch anymore, you know? Mm-hmm. And he'll say, Rory, stay. Daddy, stay. Mommy, McKenna, go. You know? Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. become okay. Um and in those times, I definitely don't, I don't have guilt about that. The times where 
<clears throat> the guilt shows up is if we were invited to go somewhere as a family. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have to size up the scenario to say, I don't know that that's going to be an appropriate place for, for Rory. I don't know that we're going to have the capacity or I don't know if we're going to have the ability to modify or tweak uh, certain variables or they're going to be, other people are going to be accommodating enough for us to all be there together. Um, And then I also have to look at and evaluate if myself and my husband have the capacity. Sometimes it's easier for then Brad to just hang back with Rory rather than showing up and having to field a social environment and expectations and putting that pressure on Rory and us as a family. And that times gets too much for him. The caveat to all of that and the downside is, is that it does create more isolation. Um, Mm -hmm. So it's not always, it's not always just this, like this positive, uh, positive feeling like, oh yeah, I made, yeah, I made the the best decision that was for everybody. Everybody wins. No, it's sort Mm -hmm. of like this. decision that gets to be made where somebody's really happy, but other people aren't or mm-hmm. someone satisfied, but it comes at a cost. There's just, I think it, there's so many different nuances of situations. Um, you know, weddings, you know, I know that was a th- one that personally showed up for you, Shannon before, yeah. but even just this last one, I'm like, how is this going to be? We haven't been to, this location, this house, what are going to be the expectations? What are the logistics? Um, It ended up working out beautifully and it was a beautiful experience for all of us, but it doesn't always shake out that way. Um, Having two that are close in age, you know, with McKenna and McKenna and Rory being two years apart, that's where it comes up frequently Mm-hmm. you know, with, with activities and birthday mm-hmm. parties that my kids both may be invited to, or there's times where I go, I'm not going to, I'm not going to bring Rory because I'm going to allow McKenna just to experience, you know, being with her friends and being in these environments without also having the pressure, added pressure of them, people having to accommodate Rory. And that, I hate that feeling because I used to it's again, it's almost against everything I believe. It's a, right. I believe that everybody screw them. They should accept us, but I have to, I also recognize mm-hmm. the toll that takes on my daughter and maybe her own social, emotional development. Um, that where she just needs to kind of feel doesn't need that additional like family stress all the time. And, You know, and also in an environment when it is all four of us there and someone has to be one, you know, manning Rory or one of us has to leave to go because there's oftentimes where Rory's like, he, again, he decides on his own. I want to go in the car or I want to go home. Mm -hmm. Um, Like I've had board events, you know, my board appreciation. I wanted him to stay so badly. He couldn't handle it. He Mm -hmm. could not handle it. He could, he, he, Brad ended up having to sit in the car with him because Rory could not handle being inside. Um, and so many events like that look like that. And 
I don't, and I'm a trustee and I don't even know how to always create the environment for someone to, to give me an environment where I can have include my child in it, where I want that. And it is problematic, but I can't, it's just not, it's not always possible, but it is painful. (laughs) There is hurt and guilt and, and sacrifices that come along with it. And I feel like I almost feel like we live a double life sometimes or we live two separate lives mm-hmm. because so many things where I have to venture and do something and I can't, I can do it with McKenna, but I can't do it with Rory. Mm-hmm. Um, but just because of even requiring the one-to-one, I wouldn't even be able to like socialize or interact with people. Like let's say if it was me with both my kids in that situation and Rory needed to leave, I would have to just leave and and there'd be no, there'd be no other option. Um, yeah, you you and I are similar in that. You know, we have a very we, we have a very similar lifestyle in the fact that our children are identical in age. You know, and um, uh, you know, just with the job that Tyler does. You know, he's gone so much that um, there's a lot of times when Sloan gets invited to a party or even Jack gets invited to a party. And for me to be able to manage both of the kids or, you know, if it's, if it's Sloan who gets invited to a birthday party and, and the parent says, Oh yeah, just bring, you know, Jack can come along too. And, you know, I, I know they mean well, and I know they think that they, you know, but it's a whole different story when we get there and Mm -hmm. I'm trying to, you know, manage Jack and, and his needs. Um, it's, it's, I, I don't want to exclude him from that kind of stuff. And I, and I, I especially don't want to exclude Sloan from being able to um, experience and enjoy these different events that she gets invited to. But, you know, it, it's, that is the case a lot of the times because I, I can't do it by myself when Tyler's, you know, gone. Um, so I, I, I feel that on a whole level. I, I hear you, Jean. I hear you for sure. Um Uh, Well, and I think, too, like, Jean, one thing that you said is, um, you know, I wanted Rory to stay. Like, I wanted him to be there for that. And I think that that is where we have a lot of hard decisions to make, right? Mm -hmm. Where, Yeah, there's no family picture. There's no family picture from that board appreciation event. Yeah. (laughs) That's sad for me. I don't have, there's no family pictures unless I can plan them. Yeah, there's no just that, random just that memory of that there event. Is not, there is being not. There and, yeah. and I, I, I'm just realizing that right now. And that's part of something that's really painful for me. And I, mm-hmm. I guess it's, it's always there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And having to make that choice because it's in Rory's best interest right. to leave. And our, right? and our so, families, like it's, uh, you know, it also yeah. is help, helps my, my husband and his own self-regulation. Right. And that mm-hmm. scenario too, because he doesn't have, sometimes the bandwidth to help Rory work through the scenario. Mm-hmm. So I, he has to immediately retreat, you know, like he has mm-hmm. to manage it the best way that he can. And I've had to accept yeah. that. Well, and it's because too, it's easier to help your kids work through things when you're not in public. Right. Right. So him having to regulate himself and trying to help Rory while also being in the eye of the public is like a whole different ballgame. Well, mm-hmm. it's it's always having to go into a situation with a game plan, you know, like, okay, you've, 
you've got, you know, in our situation, you've got Jack, you know, Tyler, you've got Jack for this. And then when you need to tap out, you know, let me know and then we'll switch off. It's never, mm-hmm. events never feel relaxing or like you said, Jean, like where you can just sit and have a conversation with people. You're constantly having to, you know, I don't know. (laughs) I think last time I hung out, last time I had Rory, we were at our friend's house, one that we've been through and are are very comfortable with at all times. You know, like there's never been a situation. They're very like accommodating, understand. They love Rory. Um, And Brad was actually sitting inside, but I'm outside with both kids because we were in the pool. Well, then Rory started pooping in the pool Mm -hmm. and my attention is pulled otherwise. And I'm diving for poop out of the pool for the last, you know, 30 minutes that we're there basically again. And I'm like, all right, it's cool. It's cool. It's totally cool. And, you know, and luckily my daughter can entertain herself. I'm at that point. I can't even pay attention right. to her, you know? And then I'm like telling Brad, like, okay, come outside. I need you to like, get him dressed, get him out. I need to fish all this stuff out. And that was, there was two rounds of that. And like those, Again, sometimes those situations are few and far between, but as like now that we're coming out of the pandemic and people are, there's almost kind of like a little reprieve from even having to make those decisions or be confronted with them. Mm -hmm. I kind of had a little bit of relief from them. There was less opportunities for exclusion or making those decisions of exclusion because we were all living in isolation as is. So like everybody so it was kind of like, oh, thank God I don't. But now that we're coming back out and all of the invitations and gatherings are all happening again, I am now frequently having to make those decisions again a lot more. And I think it is kind of getting to me some. Well, I, I, I think the hard part about that, too, is that then you have situations like that, you know, the the, the poop in the pool. And that's trauma. <laughs> then that's trauma, you know. And so, th- right. so then you are automatically when something comes up or you get invited to something again, you are second guessing going right. You know, um, even if it could go perfectly fine and everything would be, you know, it's 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 hard. It's hard not then not getting in your own head and and you stopping a situation pa- from happening. You know, from from them being you excluding right like a fear because right. you're you know you're doing it to avoid yeah avoid yeah yeah mm-hmm. Ugh. yeah Ugh. Ugh. come on Brittany. <laughs> i'm just i'm just exhausted listening to all of you <laughs> <laughs> where's your Brittany? Brittany, tell oh me you've my, got energized in your water oh i you don't I, that's probably my problem did you, t- did you, just you, you took allergy did you take allergy medicine is that why you're just uh, my oh my Ooh. gosh you guys my allergies are out of control today no i'm not on allergy medication Coma. I might as well be on Benadryl right now. I was just going to say, no, you're just not, not high on allergy medication right now? <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I'll fix all of these things when we get off, I promise. No. <laughs> uh, but no, I just, uh, it's just listening to all of you, it just it just brings up every, yeah. Yeah, thing. Everything that you guys go through, we go through too. And not that it's a comparison, but, but and then some, you know, right. we just, it's, we're we're very on the extreme end of this in our mm-hmm. family and it's it's very very difficult to navigate and it's very um it's all all that you said it's traumatizing it's um 
It's navigating my own feelings. It's trying to make the best decision for Austin and or Ruby because we have two, you know, Um, and they have different needs and different levels that they can handle. It's me dealing with guilt. It's me um, making a decision that's best for them or best for me, you know, Mm -hmm. because I don't want to deal with it for whatever reason. Yeah. Um, And then, you know, Doug, Doug's level of, of ability to take on whatever social thing we're trying mm-hmm. to do, you know, it's, it's a lot. And then, you know, you throw into our other boys too. And yeah, it's, it's and, just and then, and then the guilt of not wanting to have to have them be, you want them to just be, be able to enjoy and not have to be manning, you know, yes. one or the other Ruby or Austin, you know, and, and yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. it, it's yeah. all consuming. It is multifaceted and mm-hmm. uh, there are so many different ways that it can turn sideways on you and you have to be able to adapt and adjust almost on the instantaneously on the mm-hmm. and it becomes very uh, mentally and physically draining. Yes. Now, having said all of that, we have plenty of positive and good experiences too. I don't want anyone to be like, never mind, I'm never leaving never my doing house this. again, forget it. <laughs> like, But we do want to talk about the hard things because we want people to know that you're not alone. Like, yes. It, so, yeah. so bear with us as we talk about these things and understand that there are good experiences too. But, but when you do have a bad one, know that we understand, right? You know, and and us sharing these things is a way for us to to show that to you. So, anyway, but yeah, I mean, we've we've gone through periods, and something that I think is important to bring up is just because things are going well in a particular social social situation for your child for a period of time, it doesn't mean that won't change. Right. Um, and vice versa. So for instance, for a while, like we, we've always gone to church, right? On Sundays and Austin has gone to church since he was an infant. Um, but we had to take a break for a summer from going to church with him. He was not in a place where he could handle all the sensory Mm. and he was acting out in a way that was inappropriate, even with accommodations. Right. Um, no matter what accommodations our, our church was willing to do anything and everything to help him, he was still acting out in a way that was unsafe yeah. for him and for those around him. And it just became too much. Um, so we took a break for like three months. And and then once we got a hold of it more with some therapy and medication and time, all those things together, we tried again. and And he is successfully going again. But now, you know, we we may head back into that phase that again. Space yeah. again. Yeah. And that's okay. Like it, it ebbs and flows, right? That's what I'm trying to say. So you may not be able to go to birthday parties right now or to a particular place or whatever, but does it doesn't mean it's always going to be like that. Mm-hmm. Um just keep that in mind. I, um Yeah, you know, part of what part two things I hear in that um is one, you know, if your kid doesn't have a BIP, a behavioral intervention plan at school or is not an ABA, but, you know, identifying the function of the behavior that he was having and he was having his sensory need requirements is, is a function of, of behavior that, you know, that, um, that, that's why if you have one of those plans, you need to make sure they continuously stay updated because they change 
they don't stay. That function mm-hmm. of behavior, even there, like Brittany pointed out in that situation is, again, I, I point that out because there's literally like our state has a legislation that was recently passed last, last session. So that that is a requirement. Um, like, unfortunately, those requirements have to be there because if not, schools and school districts um, will maintain the same intervention plan. Mm-hmm. And it's not, does things evolve? They change. They could even flip flop and go backwards or whatever, or resort back Regress. to previous yeah. behaviors. And I, so I think that's point, important. The other thing is, is that in that same um, arena is that this isn't, our lives are not linear with yeah. our children. There's mm-hmm. no, I was listening and I'm going to, I liked when we've done this, we did this before. Cause I said, I shouted out Tyler, but I'm going to, I'm going to even, you know, shout out Jay. And he talked about it in his interview on our dad series with y'all. Um, is that it's not, um, he was talking about things not being normal and like there's a normal trajectory with, with Maya. There's almost like mm-hmm. it's, it's a much more linear projection when you have a typically developing child versus mm-hmm. having, and it's not to say like, that's, it's not to pin it as burdensome because we don't feel it that way, right. but it's other people that pin it that way that then make it feel even more burdensome. But it, there is, it's up and down. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's up and down. And and so Jay pointing that out so succinctly, I mean, like I could have, that conversation could have went on for hours um, if I was on it, mm-hmm. which was good. I was not interviewing him. Um, <laughs> but it reminded me of, and we'll talk about it when we relaunch our grief series, but the wheel of adaptation Mm-hmm. You know, something happens and it throws us right back into searching and survival mode. Right. Our lives with our children and the type of families we have, it is not linear. There's this, there's not, oh, you get to this point and now you're thriving. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, like, we're out of the terrible twos. We're out of the, you know, whatever. Yes. Yeah. It's I not- mean, <laughs> there's, it's, that is not, um, it is not like, it's just not. And it can feel when, when people around you could maybe be like coaching or helping you or making it feel, it can feel stifling if they're like right. trying to put us into, okay. That that, bo- that typical box. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, well, that was, you know, that, that was hard then. Now it's not hard anymore. It should mm-hmm. get easier. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That, and I mean, that like, just, ah, still, that is not how our life works. <laughs> that's, that still just shows <laughs> how much we are. You can have all the awareness, you can have all the acceptance, but inclusion is is where it's at. That still shows how far we are in our society from being completely inclusive, right? You know, pe- yeah, people don't it, even it, have it, the it, bandwidth it, to mm. understand that, you know, um, oh, this situation went well, so it's just going to be that way. You know, now everything will be fine. Oh, Jack did well last time. So, you know, I, I mean, yeah, it's fleeting. Yeah, it, yeah. The idea and the concept of inclusion that people have right now, like optically, mm-hmm. I do think societally, are they? They don't. They're. It's fleeting. They're these very short-lived 
mm-hmm. moments. It's not real, genuine inclusion. It's mm-hmm. it's a start. It's in the right direction. But if you really want inclusion, you get you got to be able to dig a little bit deeper beyond the surface level stuff to understand. Like it's not. Yes, you were like I'm like oh you're like oh inclusion. People want inclusion. Yeah, I think people again. It's like that buzzword. Yeah, you know, they think they like do. They well, it sounds, or they think it, it sounds, sounds so nice. So good. Yeah, yeah. I, I invited you. That's inclusion. No, no, that's no, not no, no. That's inclusion. not inclusion. <laughs> <laughs> that's an invitation. Right. Not the same thing. <laughs> yeah, uh, but you know, I, I will say though, like Brittany, with what you were saying, and I, and I know our families are pretty similar in this because because Doug and Tyler are. Um, on that same wavelength of of just doing things, of just trying things, you you have to just try. Right. You know, um, they are very similar in that, and 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 so we do. You know, we 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 don't exclude ourselves, and we know going. We you know we have we know going in the mindset that this could be disastrous. You know, and we and we're and right. we are <laughs> we are as prepared as we can be for it, you know, until it hits Rolling the dice, and, then, <laughs> and then, you know, then we'll see how we feel when it happens, but we still try to keep doing those things. But there, but there is just situational stuff where you have to just decide, I don't even have the bandwidth to, to, you know, yeah. navigate the situation. So I'm just making the decision from the beginning. We're just not going to do this. You know, our, our neighbors up the street, I love all, you know, we live on a neighbor, an older street in the sense of a lot of older people. We don't have young, a lot of young kids on our street. Um, and they always have fires, up, fire fire pit thingies up at the top of the um, street. And they were always welcome to come up there. But it's like, <laughs> you guys don't understand that it's like, we don't get to just sit down and have conversation with you guys. You know, our children yeah. running everywhere and we're having to like chase after them or make sure that they're not going into somebody's house and getting into something that, you, you know, so it's like, mm-hmm. thank you for the invitation. <laughs> I just, mm-hmm. I hate feeling, cause I feel like we're rude because we don't, you don't partake. We don't. Yeah. Right. But it's like, we like know we're being antisocial and I don't, and yeah. we're not antisocial. We are completely social people, but, um, it's hard for them to understand. And, then, and they say, oh, it's fine. Oh, it's fine. They can get they can get into whatever they want. They can, you know, and it's like, well, then you watch them <laughs> and let us sit down and, and have conversation with, every, <laughs> with everybody. Yeah. You say, you know? yeah. Like, I, I do appreciate when people do that, but but I don't, the, a lot of people don't realize what they're. Wh- and what it takes. Agreeing For to. us to, you know. How much work it How is. How much work it it's is. It's a yeah. lot of work. Yes, yeah. I mean, yeah. Th- yeah, the intention is there, but they don't understand the reality. And that that is very much my experience. Um, and and it, there is a silver lining to our the severity and the extreme uh, behaviors that we do have, that it is it can be quite obvious right. to anyone on the street or someone when they see you know, Austin, or they try to invite us to something. And I can explain pretty clearly because, like I said, Austin's behaviors can be so aggressive and so strong, um, why that wouldn't work or what would happen if we did this. And so, yeah, yeah, when when you're at the more severe end, there is, it's very, yeah, it's, it's just, there doesn't, sometimes doesn't have to, to be, see. yeah, explanation. They, they just know. Whereas, whereas with Ruby, it's much more nuanced. Right. And, not only do 
sometimes I have to explain things a little bit more, but some, I I genuinely think that sometimes people don't believe me or they think I'm Mm -hmm. maybe being a little overprotective or helicoptery mommy and stuff. And, and they just don't understand. And you know what, that's where, and and then, and then the burden sometimes falls on me. I feel like I am obligated to educate you Mm -hmm. and that's just more on my plate in addition. So it's, it's so hard to navigate it all. It you really, really do have to take it on a case by case basis. Yeah. Not only the situation, but every time that situation comes up again, mm-hmm. like you were saying, like yeah, it worked out this time. This was great. We had a really good experience at the park. Mm-hmm. That doesn't necessarily mean three days later when we go back to that same park with almost the exact same circumstances and situations that it is going to be okay. Right. Chances are it probably won't. Right. Um, so, it, and as someone with my personality and my um, <laughs> my control issues <laughs> that I have, no, oh, Brittany. Okay. All right, I'm gonna like. We need to like come up with a little like uh, sound bite, like ding ding. Okay, therapy session with Brittany. Here we go. <laughs> so, this is this is a little tangent. Um, <laughs> my control issues can really um, hinder my uh, willingness to take Austin into public situations. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a a real and um, very, yeah, very real fear that I will not be able to physically remove him from a place right. if he escalates to a point where it is dangerous, not only for people around him, but for himself. And what I mean when I say that is he has no sense of like fear of like going into the street or running away, things like that. He's completely non-speaking. He cannot tell someone if he's lost, things like that. And then also there's an aggression aspect to it mm-hmm. where he can become physically violent. He can be physically violent towards other people or he can be physically violent to himself. He will hit and hurt himself. Mm -hmm. So all of those things I have to keep in mind when we go into a public situation. And it can start and stop at any point. Mm -hmm. He can be laughing and happy one moment, and the next minute it's like a light switch. And then all of a sudden it's not okay, and he can become physically violent. So um, when I say extreme, I'm, I'm serious. Like that's what, that's what I mean. So it's, I have to be willing to go into a situation knowing that that is a possibility and then try to a plan ahead as much as I possibly can with any escape routes, you know, distractions, physical backup of another person there, all of that stuff, and then still be willing to go out. Yeah. And it's, it's just a lot. It's and a lot of mental. I don't. Yeah, and some days you just can't, right? Like some, some days, days you just, just can't because just of can't. other things in your life or whatever. You had yeah. a, a bad night's sleep or you're not feeling well or blah, 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 right? Mm-hmm. But um I don't I don't want to be discouraging. Like No, it, yeah, it's, I, I agree. And I I don't want to be discouraging, and I, I think everyone understands that, but I also really, really, really don't want anyone's pity. Yeah. Yeah. Because when I start really, really explaining what's going on with our family and how we have to exclude ourselves from many, many different things, um, people feel sorry for us. Mm -hmm. 
And if I heard it, I'd probably feel sorry for me too. Like I understand, but it is not helpful. Right. It's just a reality. It Mm -hmm. it hurts more Mm -hmm. when people give me puppy dog eyes and tell me how sorry they are. Mm -hmm. Like, like I understand that you mean well, um, and, and you can say that that's okay. Because you know, you would not acknowledge someone's you know Feelings, frustrations, frustrations or challenges, yeah. but but then you know it. And I'm not expecting you to solve the problem either necessarily. Mm-hmm. Um, although you know ideas and and willingness to include us, or, you know, is great. Yeah, make great. accommodations yeah. are always appreciated. But it just it is my life. This is my life. So um, if if I say I can't handle something. I just need you to believe me mm-hmm. <laughs> and trust that uh, maybe I have more more information than you do, right. you know. More experience, more experience. Yes, and definitely right? experience. And and I do feel like I've built up a community around me locally with my friends and my neighbors and my church and my school district for the most part that I'm in a place I've established those relationships so people do believe me and can understand more. It takes time and it takes a lot of effort to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it doesn't mean it's all perfect. And I can just walk in any situation now, explain everyone's like, cool, we got you. Mm-hmm. Good. No. You know, Brett, you're good. That's not what it is. But but it's really, really important to be clear with people and try to and try as much as you can. Tosh is a great inspiration to me because, yeah, she and Tyler really do try to take Jack and Sloan out and do things in the community as much as possible. And um, we we do, too. And it just it just goes in it goes in phases, you guys mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. and I, I don't I don't want to be discouraging, but puberty is <laughs> puberty hard. is rough. Oh, geez. Everybody, it is rough. So um, I just, if, if anyone is on the cusp of those tween into the teen years and, and you're looking ahead a little bit and thinking about that, just I, I pray and hope that that it isn't not that bad. And maybe it won't be. Mm-hmm. But chances are you're going to run into some, some really, some hard social challenges and, and behaviors and and disruptions um, for any teenager, it happens. And then mm-hmm. you throw in yeah, d- d- limited communication mm-hmm. or um, non-speaking or other s- sensory needs on top of hormones. And it is just a tornado. Well, it's it's I, a recipe for disaster I, I, sometimes. I think I look at like Maya when she was 11 and 12. And I have told like all of my friends, the tweens, I swear, are harder than the teens. Mm. It's like when they start getting the hormones yeah. and they start like... Not knowing why they're feeling the way that they're feeling, or yeah, you're very these, dysregulated. Yeah, these rushes of emotions that they're not used to, like that 11, 12, I feel like has been harder than 13 through 16 was. And mm-hmm. so, me sitting here with Gracie at six and a half and trying to like prepare myself for what 11 and 12 could look like, right? Mm-hmm. And I do want to say, you know, Brittany said multiple times, we're not here trying to discourage you. But we are trying to have an honest conversation that validates the way that you are likely feeling right. because none yeah. of this is what I had to go through with Maya. I didn't have to do any of this. Like mm-hmm. field trip, she's going. Wedding, she's going. Right. Dinner, she's going. Like there was. It was you know, more was of a schedule any- conflict. It was more of like, yeah, no, we're so is, there, is there a band thing, a band requirement? Is there, yes. is there a sporting event? Like, I'm going to have to check our there, calendar. You know, you know parent conference. Yeah. There, there, 
it, yeah. it's much, it, there are mo- many layers that we are looking at and examining. It's not as simple as like, people look at me and like, well, Jean, it's a yes or no question. No, it's not. It's not. No, it's not. <laughs> Even yeah, with my husband, he's like, it's a yes or no answer. I said, no, it's, it's not. And if that's how it's going to be, then this, we're just not even going to have this conversation. Um, You're like, well, and no, I, I if think it's raining outside is a yes or no question. This is definitely yeah. not a <laughs> yes or no. Our kids, mm-hmm. our kids are not usually like one answer. There's all shades of, of gray. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there is. And, yeah. and again, like, you know, everybody knows the kids, all these kiddos on the spectrum are also different. different. So like mm-hmm. you may have a child who's amazing in public and you, you know, and then they're just right. could be other Rory's amazing answers. at school. And so yeah. like, here's the thing, like, and I too, I put all of my effort into exposing Rory to everything, right? Like really, truly doing because there's so much effort and energy put towards full inclusion in a, in his school setting. It's like, I also can't always take it on in every other compartment of our lives of every little thing that we're about to do. However, you know, I truly believe that exposure for our kids and our family makes a huge, huge difference. So it's like understanding that importance. So that's where we want to, that's where the encouraging aspect of what, how discouraging this can feel is that you are eager to get the world like, like, uh, what did she say? Mm. What's her name? Robinson, Pete, Holly. Robinson Pete, what's yeah, Holly mm-hmm. Robinson. Okay, all right. Yep. So her thing, she said she was like, I don't want to change my son for the world, but I won't stop changing the world for my son. Yeah. And I I feel like that's where we harness a lot of our energy for our kiddos is that we are literally it's us against the world mm-hmm. and trying to make the world better. And and place even though this is like a shameless plug and and they're not associated with us yet um but like but but organizations like culture city yeah. who like their mission i love the mission we make uh we make nevers possible or whatever yes yeah and like it it truly is that's true like okay well we can endure and think about going and having some of these outings if we know there is a space or other potential backup plans to help our children possibly self-regulate in these environments. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it, it, it's creating the environment. So then the person's actually not as disabled. They're only seem more disabled sometimes because the environment is not made to be really accessible to them. And so like, yeah, we're exhausted because mm. we're constantly, we can't always, we know we can't always get the accessibility our kids need. And mm-hmm. it's about like choosing our battles. So it's like, unfortunately, yes. we are faced with like Shannon's, your your example of field trip was, is perfect. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, I'm not there. I can't even, you know, forecast an alternative scenario for you to then accommodate my daughter in that situation. If, if you're yeah. just going to be in two <clears throat> yep. large groups I can't even be there. I haven't even been there myself. Like there's all of this, you know, projection of like trying to, you know, outward projection of like logistically thinking that through where it's like, okay, you know what was a nicer, easier alternative. We'll just go with us on an, you know, an alternative day. But now like 
they you missed know, out you then yeah. feel bad that mm-hmm. they missed out with that experience with their peers. Right. Um, and some, for some of our kids, like for a long time, Rory wouldn't have cared if he missed out on his peers. Now he likes mm-hmm. being with his peers before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, it wouldn't have mattered. It didn't matter to him. And that almost sometimes made it easier. Now that, that, that it matters to him, that's another layer that makes it, makes mm-hmm. it challenging. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Like when, yeah. when our kids care about those things. So again, those situations, the terms around them, they change. And so it's exhausting to always have to re-explain that to people. They think, oh, well, I yeah. finally got it all figured out. And I'm mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. <laughs> learning our children is lifelong. Yeah, just I don't have it figured out. How, how are you no. going? <laughs> okay, so I wanna. Okay, I wanna. I wanna jump in, and I wanna. I'm because this can be a little bit of a downer. This topic. I wanna. I wanna circle back, and I wanna. I'm gonna bring some good juju back into the combo before we nix yes. this combo. Okay, and here is my question to you, and um, let me preface it with saying, all parents of autistic children most likely have an iPad. So we know <laughs> iPads, right? We're going to bring an iPad no matter where we go, probably, just in case. I know, Apple, if you would like to sponsor us. You want to sponsor us? us? Uh, Gladly take it. Make sure you, t- let's, let's tag them. Let's tag them when we launch this We episode. have stalking you. Um, so, so you're not allowed to say the word iPad when I ask you this question, because everybody knows iPad. So, okay. Okay. give us a couple. I'm going to go first so nobody steals mine. Um, <laughs> Give oh, us a sneaky. couple things that your family does when you are going to try to bring your child into a setting that you don't know if they will thrive in. Okay, I'm going okay. second. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll go first and I'll tell you what it is. Oh, oh no. Shannon said she's no, going I first. Just, I'm going first. Oh, go, Shannon. Go. Back off. Go. Back off. Okay. So one thing that works extremely well for us, if we have mastered the art of taking two cars mm-hmm. everywhere. Yes. So if we are going to an event where the whole family is invited, we bring two cars. And when Gracie has had her fill or when we have had our fill of chasing Gracie, <laughs> Gracie and daddy go home mm-hmm. and Maya and Shannon stay mm-hmm. is usually how it works. And like a prime example of that is we went to a surprise party for one of my aunts one year and the homeowners were wonderful and amazing and patient, but they had grown children, which means they had lots of freedom. What? What's no? What's the word? Last tchotchkes, tchotchkes, tchotchkes. They have a lot of glass tchotchkes like everywhere. And it was literally like I felt like a professional hockey player or something while I was at this event because you were the goalie, like, uh, like constantly goalie and defense. And uh, uh. and Gracie can be quite physical and very strong, like when she wants something. Um, So and normally by the time Gracie's overwhelmed, so is Jay. So it like mm-hmm. works out very well. <laughs> they, can, <laughs> they can just go home. Um, But if that works for your family take two. And I mean, there's days where Jay is working and it's just me. Right. And that's not an option. But if it's an option, take two cars. And there's literally nothing wrong with leaving when you need to leave. You know? All right, Tosh, you're up. What's number? What's your two? Um, So to bring it back to Culture City, (laughs) um, (laughs) we have been blessed to uh, have a sensory bag from them. And the uh, noise canceling headphones that they have are incredible. So we have we carry those with us everywhere we go now, just because, I mean, even to the simplest place, if it's a grocery store or whatever, you know, and Jack is feeling overwhelmed, we just let, he puts them on and it's comforting and he can usually just kind of 
zone out and script and, you know, not be overwhelmed by all the, you know, sensory output going Mm on. Um, And then, yes, when it's a, when it's an actual event, like at somebody's house or um, an outing where, you know, it's a, it's it's a busy place, the zoo, Disneyland, whatever um, it's, it's taking, I'm in charge of this kid. You're in charge of this kid. And then a very specific, I'm tapping out of him. Now you're, you know what I mean? Because Mm -hmm. it, for the longest time, Jack was, an eloper, you know what I mean? He would, and he was fast, Mm -hmm. like, and he'd be gone, you know? So if we are not clear on who is, who's in charge, who's in charge, then, then who's assigned to who we've, we've had messy situations. (laughs) So (laughs) yes. And all the snacks always. Oh, so many snacks, all the snacks and all the candy to bribe. (laughs) Lollipops. Always for Jack. Always. All right. Jean, what do you got? Jean, uh, milkshake. (laughs) <laughs> milkshake is that's always a like if I can know that he can get a milkshake before we're about to end or snow cone before we enter the environment that may be which demanding for him to acquisition to um yeah that usually helps uh the other thing that he is known for is um he's a collector so he has like whatever his like uh, current toy preference or uh, is whether it be robots or Scooby Doo or action figures or like minions any of those types of things he will he can bring a, his bag you know he 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 has a monkey bag or he has a dinosaur knapsack and then he like. He needs to know he has access to them and that they're there, even if he doesn't use them. He needs to know that they're somewhere within <laughs> uh, reach for him, even if he if he doesn't need them. So those are those are the other the two main things outside of the, of course, like you said, the IPAD. So <laughs> I like how you spelled it because I said you weren't allowed to say it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Always getting around those rules. Mm-hmm. All right, Britt, what do you got? You guys took all of mine. Um, took them all. Well, yeah, I can I can elaborate on some of them and maybe add a little. But uh, we absolutely go nowhere without two cars. If we're going anywhere as a family, we rarely all travel in the same vehicle um, because chances are. Austin is going to need to leave early or need a break at some point, and he enjoys the car. So that is an incentive for him to have a break from whatever sensory needs he's experiencing. Um, sometimes we take three cars, you guys. It's ridiculous. Our our <laughs> gas gasoline consumption is ridiculous. But because I have a teen that can drive um, and everyone wants to leave and go at different times because of various whatever needs there are. Um, that doesn't usually happen, but there have been occasions where we've had, you know, yeah, three cars at one place. Um, we bring all the snacks. Austin is motivated by food, so that works mm-hmm. sometimes. Um, we can use the iPad. It's not ne- the iPad for us isn't necessarily about games, although it can be or a video, but even just scrolling through um, our family photos, Austin enjoys that, um, and that can help calm and um, get him to to sit quietly when he needs a break. It's a good little mental break for him. Um, for Ruby, um, something that works well in public situations is to give her instead of 
giving her a lot of choices um, that can be overwhelming and and too much to process at times. Um, I will give her two choices. Just I break it down to two or three. You know, um, okay, we we're at a birthday party or something, and you know, it's okay. So we can go over to the bowling alley or we can go to the arcade or whatever it is, you know, and maybe there were 10 different things we could have done at this place, but I just give her two things. Mm -hmm. And that is really um, helpful for her. When I took her to Disneyland last year, I showed her some YouTube videos of the park ahead of time. Um, That's another thing you could do is you could prep visually through a social story or, 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 you know, some kind of visual, um, of the place before you go. And then, uh, I, I had her kind of like, look at a map and, and kind of choose two or three things that she really wanted to do there. And, um, even after she had been in the park for a little while, the next day we went multiple days. Um, I said, okay, what are your two favorite things you want to do today? Instead of, okay, let's go do this and this and this and this. And what do you want to do next? And like overwhelming Mm -hmm. her overwhelming. Um, I just gave her, two choices and she chose, you know, two or three things she wanted. And after that, anything else was like bonus. It was just like, great. Oh yeah. Well, now that we've done those things, she's so happy. She got to do everything on her list. Right. And, um, it, it's just more easily, it's easier for her to process just like you shouldn't take like a big bite of food because you'll probably choke and, you know, you're going to give yourself a stomach ache just bite off little chunks and and it's easier to process. So, um, I think, is that good? Did I, did yeah, I, dude, yeah, I, I think like that, it. that I think that's good. I think that's good. And I think, you know, we'll also just wrap up by saying wherever you are, that's fine. Yeah. You're not, it won't always be easy and you're going to have some phases where you're feeling like you're excluding your kiddos, whether it's for their sake or your sake more often. And then other times you're going to have seasons where, you don't have to do that as much and they're able to do the things that, you know, you want them to do and they want to do. And wherever you are right now, it's okay to be there where you are right now. Um, We're going to go ahead and wrap it up. And we're so, so glad that you guys were here with us today. Uh, Don't forget to pop on over to Instagram. We're going to be talking about this on the page this week and peak. peak. Oh, we have our peak. peak, peak, peak. See Brittany. Uh, 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 Get in the peak. Mm-hmm. Tasha has to yeah. do her intro music yeah. first. Sorry, yeah, I, was, I feel like it's a new. I, that's a new version. What is? That? I was trying. Yeah, I, I was, was like on the fly, and I was. was I didn't remix. want her to forget, so I just went into it and hoping. Get, it, get in the it's peak. Guys, get in the peak. When, get, when did we get do in that? Peak. Get, 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 get in the peak. You guys, nobody was, can see, but we're on video. I was and telling- everybody kept pointing their finger up at the sky, and I'm like, "What are you trying to tell me?" Okay, so your peak of the week. Peak um, of the week. Uh, okay, my my peak of the week is Jay and I took Gracie on a field trip together. I love it. Both of us went on the field trip, and it was fantastic. And I'm very excited about that. Mm-hmm. Who's next? I awesome. am. My peak of the week was Jack, little Jacksters. He had a wrestling tournament on Saturday. He had three matches. He won all three. And on the final one, he won for, um, for, he did, had a pin for the win. Pin for the win. Nice. Pin Pin for the win. win. That's like peak of the win. Peak of the week. (laughs) That's amazing. Yes. What do you got, Jean? Well, let's see here. 
Um, Rory has almost, so at nighttime can tend to be a challenging transition. It doesn't always go smoothly. And I would say that there's usually either a protest about tub time or there's a protest about having to take his like nighttime medicine and supplements. Well, I had them sitting out and I transitioned, you know, McKenna upstairs and then he on his own, like Brad was like, okay, come back to the bathtub. And Rory goes, wait, I didn't take my medicine. And he walked over and took his medicine on his own. Brad's like, you're not going to believe this. Like, I love it. Like what, what, what mm-hmm. just happened? Like, that's amazing. That was great. And honestly, since then, like he's consistently doing yeah. a great job with it now. This the past is like couple his days, little, so. his growth, you know, we were shocked. Like, so awesome. Like, shocked. So that's huge. That is that. huge. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like, you know, the episodes that typically I was having episodes where I was like, yeah. open your mouth. Yeah. It's you the fight. You need to take this. Yes. It's not a choice. <laughs> it's not a choice. This is a hack. Or you become Maleficent. It's not negotiable. Yeah. Mommy Maleficent. Yeah, or mommy. Shoving mommy, the drugs. Uh, mommy dearest with mommy wire dearest. hangers, but but actually <laughs> with uh, with meds, like, come on. Oh my, oh my gosh, I just got the best. Brittany, what do you image. got? I, uh, my peak of the week is twofold. Um, Doug took a day off this week and went whitewater rafting with his friends. Aww. And I am just, I mean, I don't want to be patronizing, but I'm just proud of him. Like, that's really cool. I'm so glad he did that. Yes. Mm-hmm. I think it was important for him. Dads don't take you know they don't do girls day out you know as much as as uh we do sometimes or in different ways so uh, he did a dad's day out and i i thought that was really awesome he had a great time and then um i kind of had a rough night last night just trying to wind down from a crazy busy day and i went up to bed early and was messing around on my phone and watching a show and stuff and i heard the vacuum going and then I came downstairs this morning and my kitchen and my living room were clean, you guys. Oh, and it was buddy. the best. Did you have Who elves? Did it for you? Do you have elves now? Who did it for you? <laughs> <Are there laughs> she saw yeah. magical fairies. I have, I haven't, I'm, it's my husband. Yes. My husband did it. It's Doug. Yeah. Um, Doug, Doug. Shout out Doug, to Doug. Doug is the best. And I need to text him and let him know at work how much I appreciate yeah, it. We're going to need to Doug. We're just going to need to duplicate him. (laughs) We'll clone him. Yes. All right. There's our peaks of the week. And guys, um, shoot us a message on Instagram. Yeah. Talk to us. Tell us what your peak of the week is for sure. And then we will be talking all about the topic that we talked about today on Instagram. So pop over, comment on our posts. Let us know. Let us know how you feel about this and how it resonates with you. And we look forward to hearing from you. And I don't know. I mean, if you wanted to click review on your podcast podcast player and you know vote vote for number five stars mm-hmm. and just you know when you do that you are oh, i thought you were gonna start singing us. when you do that <laughs> you just really want to sing today we need a remix there's company come on knock on my door do 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 i've been waiting for you, for you. 
It's not Brittany. Breeze, it's Forest Company. I was Forest just company. trying to do a pun, Shannon. I was just trying to give you a pun. You were going to give me a pun and look at what it spun into. I'm so sorry. We are out of control. Of we can't be controlled. Always. All We're I was going to say was, is if you give heart. us a review and you include, you're including others, when you give us a review, it helps other moms find us. Yes. So you're, yes. you're so they will not, not excluding them, right? Yes. yes. We are inclusion only. I love that spin. I love that spin. Okay, find us on Instagram. Okay. Let's talk. Mm. Drop a review. We love you guys. Bye. Love you. See you later. Bye. You gotta get out. Bye. Bye. <laughs>